tengo Give me a second, let me air it out Click, clack, bang, I'ma clear it out Givenchy, I'ma wear it out Phone can't ping, don't compare my route And uh, call me the GOAT Price going up, better have my quote I should be celebrated, let me grab my float And I stay getting brain from a misty throat Now, Barbarini Fettuccine on my plate for dinner Niggas can't see me I'm Houdini and it's just a glimmer Of what I have in store Furthermore, ain't no beginner Who's the dopest of them all? Let me ask my mirror, mirror Huh, big ego My ancestors so regal Rooting for all my people They try to oppress, but we thread the needle. Huh, this a redo. Navigation on a clear view. Stop killing each other, we the same hue. From the same blocks, nigga, from the same stoops. <laughs> Let me pick up with a flow that can hold you like stick ups. Beep, beep. A small setback, a hiccup. But now I'm back like a season. Summer with the heat, heat, heat. 2020 full of new growth. Stay packed with a new flow. <laughs> Ain't these other niggas you know. They never lead a block and I'm flying out of Heathrow. Oh. Here he go, on top like a CEO. Danger, call it Mr. Co. And different folks don't wanna see you moving up different strokes. Am I visible? Better than any mini miny mo. Here for the gold C3PO. Ghost gave me the beat just to hear me gloat. Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Let me get back, get back to it, right back to it. Came out the flames, going right back through it. Bet this a bop soon as I debut it. Never will I stop, nigga, thought you knew it. If you left my side, you blew it. If you counted me out, you stupid. Clarity, nigga, no confusion. Get back, get back, cause the heat I'm brewing is a huh, hard to get. Wait till you hear this whole new shit. Just reloaded my new clip. Feeling this bite, this a whole pit. Church, Sunday service. Can't judge a book by what's on this surface. I'm so quiet, I should make you nervous. Send out a PSA, nigga, this is urgent. Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? This thing on? Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Yeah! What's good? It's your boy, Hollywood, and this is Hollywood and Friends. We're here every Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for tuning in. However you're tuning in, I appreciate you. Be sure to follow me on social media at I Am Hollywood, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. Follow our producer, Stacy at Hampton Blue Network across all platforms. B-L-U is how you spell blue. And we also on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit up youtube.com slash Hampton Blue. Like, comment, subscribe. There's a lot of new content over there. Go check it out. If it's your first time tuning into this podcast, what we do over here is get into what's hot in these blogs, the stories that have us all in the chokehold for the week. This week, what are we talking about? An arrest has been made in connection to Tupac's murder. Keefe D, if you're familiar with the story, you are familiar with who Keefe D is. But yeah, they just arrested this man. Are we going to get into what the charges are and what this means going forward? What else are we talking about? Usher has been announced as the Super Bowl halftime performer for 2024. I don't know what Super Bowl number it is because 
my Roman numerals ain't Roman numerant. Nah, I'm just playing. But yeah, so Usher, halftime show, big deal. We're going to get into it. Um, also, speaking of football, Colin Kaepernick is still trying to play. He wrote a letter that was released by um, J. Cole with Colin's approval, um, where he's trying to get on the, the practice squad for for the Jets. And what does this mean? Are they going to actually let your boy play? We're going to get into it. The WGA, the union for the writer's strike that's been going on, has reached a tentative deal that has ended the strike as of a few days ago. We're going to get into the details of that. And also, um, Michael Orr, I'm always butchering people's names. If you ain't know, now you know he's the... He was the subject of the movie The Blonde Side. You remember the black football player adopted by the white family. And it, it came out a few weeks ago that he wasn't really adopted, that he was under conservatorship. And a lot of other accusations. Well, a judge has officially terminated the conservatorship. We're going to talk about it. What does it mean? What blows mine a little bit later, but we're going to kick it off how we always do. And that's what the question of the week. This week's question of the week is, would you tell your partner or spouse that their sibling hit on you? You know, you're in the same crib sometimes. May have been reaching for the same cup at the same time now. But would you tell your partner that their sibling hit on you? Um, For me... I think it uh, it depends. It depends what exactly transpired. If it was like something like light, you know, a little, I don't know, a little flirtatious moment or something, like something light, not nothing serious that you could just laugh like, yo, stop playing, like type shit. I probably wouldn't say anything, but if, if it's something that's like really, really crossing the line line, I probably, I probably, I probably would. I probably would. I probably would. If it was something like really like, yeah, I probably would. Um, Someone says if it was aggressive, yes or continuous yeah that's a good point because you know you might be like nah stop playing like get out of my face and you know it ends there but now if they keep on like every time you're around type thing then it's like i right, shut it down um i'll get into some more responses uh for social media as the show progress but we're going to get into what's hot in these blogs. First things first, I want to talk about Usher and the Super Bowl that it was just announced that Usher will be the Super Bowl halftime performer. Now, I was super hyped when I heard this because this year, 2023, when the Super Bowl happened, 
I was right after it was over. I want to say I commented on the NFL's like Instagram page or something. Somebody's page, I don't know, Apple Music. Um, it was after Rihanna's um halftime performance, and it was like this whole talk of who's next type thing. Usher was the name I brought up. I'm like, nah, Usher would be dope. Like, I seen his residency in Vegas. And even if you haven't been there, just seeing clips online, you could probably get a feel for what it is. Usher is the ultimate performer, ultimate shows, showsman. The vocals still vocaling. He's the dance moves is still going. He's still like prime time. And I was like, nah, it, it got to be Usher. Like, what, what are they waiting for? So when I found out that it was actually us, I was like, yeah, let's go. So it's going to be a big deal. If it's anything like the Vegas residency, it's going to be epic. And on a, a, a stage as big as the Super Bowl where the possibilities are just like out of this world, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I don't personally watch the game. I'm still not over um, the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, but I tune in to the halftime show, even if I watch it on YouTube afterwards, but this is definitely going to be one of the ones that I want to see, that I'm going to tap in to see. There's been rumors about what exactly he's going to do. I ain't paying attention to none of that, though, because all it's doing right now is getting a lot of people in their feelings and judging prematurely like there's been rumors that he's gonna bring that atlanta strip club scene to the <laughs> halftime show and it's like we don't we don't know that like we don't know what what's about to go down um there's also been talks that he's gonna announce a world tour after the super bowl which is definitely possible because that usually happens after an artist does the Super Bowl. They usually make some grand announcement because it's one of the biggest promotional outlets you could have. So why not use that time to promote something? So, um, yeah, it's about time too because I don't, I can't remember the last time Usher went on the tour. So, and the way the Vegas residency tickets are set up. The tour should be cheaper than the residency. So, you know, more people will get to get out there and experience it. And it's worth it's worth it. You know, it's worth it for sure. So. Yeah, that's happening. Um, so fast shots to Usher. Congrats on the halftime gig. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing what goes on, how, how he sets it up and all that. Um, but speaking of football and the Super Bowl, I mentioned Colin Kaepernick. And Colin is still trying to get in the game. Talk about somebody who has, like, that's, that's real passion. Because we're talking about an organization that has shitted on you over and over again. And for no reason, really, 
when you think about it, like how you try to take a man's career away just because he wants to fight for injustice, injustices that's, that's going on by peacefully taking a knee during the national anthem. Like, y'all that bothered for that? So for Colin, all these years later, to still be out here trying to be a part of the game one way or another, now it's he's trying to be a part of the practice squad. He wrote a letter to the Jets, and um, J. Cole asked him if he could share the letter. He said um, Colin didn't really want him to, but he kind of persuaded him and convinced him, like, yo, people need to see this, blah, blah, blah. So Colin said, all right, you can show it. And then he posted this, um, this letter. And now keep in mind, the practice squad salary is like, 20 grand or something a week and that's a lot for you and me but for in comparison to the football player salary the salary he would get as a quarterback is chump change in comparison so the fact that he's even willing to take this just to be a part of the game says a lot about cat um I don't know if they're going to actually, you know, agree. I don't even know. I don't even understand why he's not playing. Um, From what I know, he's still in top shape. He's still practicing. He's still out here staying fit just in case. He's 35 years old. Age has come up sometimes. But when you look at people like, Aaron Rodgers, who's pushing 40 and still out here. Somebody like Tom Brady, who's like 60. <laughs> still out here, just retired, partially. Is he even retired? Because it's like he retired and he didn't retire and he retired. I don't care about the game like that to really know. But I know that man is high in the age and he's still out here. So it's like, why not, Cat? Stop playing with your boy. But we'll see if the Jets respond, if they take him up on his offer. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, someone said technology is allowing people to play longer. Aaron just got injured, though, may end his, may end his career. Yeah, man. Get my boy Cap in the game. Stop playing. And he he don't even want to be in the game no more. He just want to help y'all win. From the practice side. But we'll see what happens. Um, what else? What else are we talking about? What's hot in these blogs? Um, the WGA... The Writers Guild, the strike that has been going on for quite some time now is officially over as of a few days ago, as of Wednesday that just passed. 
Um, they come, they came to a tentative deal. It would, it has been 150 days now since the labor day, um, the labor day, since the labor strike and union leaders voted unanimously to lift the restraining order and end the strike as of Wednesday, as I said. This particular deal will last until May of 2026, and it includes a 5% minimum pay increase upon a ratification of the contract, and another 4% bump will occur on May 2nd of 2024, and another 3.5% increase will be instituted on May 5th of 2025. Writers um, were able to gain significant protections against the use of AI, because that was the one of the biggest reasons they started this strike to begin with um namely ai cannot write or rewrite literary material and ai generated material will not be considered source material not sure exactly what that means for the projects but um also when it comes to streaming the union negotiated a new residual base on viewership so high budget subscription video on demand series and films that are viewed by 20% or more of the services domestic subscribers in the first 90 days of release will get a bonus equal to 50% of the fixed domestic and foreign residual views are calculated by hours streamed domestically of the season or film or film divided by the runtime. Um, this new structure will go into effect on January 1st. And it also means writers will receive a bonus of $9,031 for a half hour episode, $16,415 for one hour episode, or $40,500 for a streaming feature with the budget that has more than um, $30 million. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Um, so I think it's a good, uh, deal. They've been back and forth to the table and they couldn't come to it, but this one is working for them. So here we are. And shows are already, already scheduled to come back. I've seen some promos for like some of the late night shows like Jimmy Kimmel and them. They're all going to be starting back tomorrow monday so yeah they all ready 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 um this is the writers the actors are still on strike as of right now but we'll see maybe they'll use this new contract that the writers came with as a, a blueprint to um get theirs going because like now now you got the writers back and that ain't got no actors to act <laughs> but um at least the shows can be back and people can get back to to work you know people got bills and stuff like that um Someone pointed out, so source material meaning AI can't be used as a starting base for a film or project. Okay, makes sense. Or even as an outline. And rightfully so, rightfully so. Because 
they want they want to be protected because eventually like a lot of other industries ai could potentially take over and would leave no jobs and now not even in the creative space that would be a little crazy so i'm happy they got that part um squared away at least for now um so i'm reading actors have agreed to potentially strike video game companies yeah so we'll see what happens but congratulations to the writers and we'll see what happens with the actors up next uh what else we got it's hot in these blogs let's talk about Keefe D and how after damn near 30 years, this man was arrested and charged in connection with Tupac's murder. For years, we've all been saying like, what's up between Tupac's murder and Biggie's murder? And it's like, come on now. Somebody got to know something. Somebody seen something. Why is this case still technically unsolved? But um, Keefe D has been doing interviews for years now where he's expressed outright his role in Tupac's murder. Why now they decide to actually arrest him? I'm not sure, but yeah, he's been charged with... um, faces murder charges with the deadly weapon. And I think that's, that might be it. That might be the only charge. Um, Keefe D is 60 years old right now. Um, They are, they described him as the one who ordered the death of Tupac. And they're labeling him an on-ground, on-site commander, like the one in charge of, orchestrating it i guess um if you aren't familiar already um tupac was just 25 at the time when he died and this happened in 1996 and it's almost actually we just passed the date it was september uh 13th of 1996 in las vegas and again, Keefe D has been doing interviews for a few years now. He even put out a whole memoir. And I don't know, I guess they finally got something they felt could stick. I don't know, but we'll see how this plays out in the coming weeks. Oh, it was my fault. Um, I was just told that it was actually on September 7th where Tupac was shot. He died six days later on the 13th. But yeah, well, yeah, basically I just said that's when he died, but yeah. So September 7th is when he was shot and September 13th is when he uh, passed away. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is enough. uh, Is this enough for the family to be like, Yes, finally, 
some justice, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be more interesting to see what happens next. Like any, when, when it comes to like the trial and stuff like that, any possible new developments that may come out of this, but it's not brand new news for Keefe D to be tied to this. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, Michael Orr. If you're not familiar with the name, he was the black kid who was the subject of the movie The Blind Side. And he ended up playing pro football. He was adopted by the white family, or at least he thought he was, because it just came out a few weeks ago that he wasn't actually adopted, that the papers they had him sign were conservatorship papers. And he was accusing his quote-unquote mom and dad <laughs> of doing him wrong um it has just been reported that a judge has terminated the conservatorship so that's good news for michael um so he was accusing um like i said his mom and dad of um what's the word i'm looking for of uh, screwing him over for lack of a better word but um yeah so the conservatorship granted them legal authority to make business deals on his behalf and this conservatorship being taken it off is going to basically stop them from being able to use his name and likeness and also they'll have to provide a full account of their earnings from using his name. In addition, unspecified punitive damages will also be granted. And he's also reportedly seeking a fair share of profits because he hasn't received anything from the movie, The Blonde Side, which is kind of weird because it's like, that's his life story that y'all turned into a Hollywood film and the parents, like fake parents, just profited off it. Your man's ain't getting nothing. So, yeah. The family reportedly negotiated the deal that made them and their two, I guess they got two other children, millions of dollars in royalties from that film. Michael is 37 years old right now. And this is a good deal. I mean, a, a, a good look for him to have this conservatorship um, terminated. So, that shouts to him. Um, what else? What else we got? I think that actually concludes what's hot in these blogs for this week. I think so. Uh, let me check and see if we got any more responses for the question of the day. Oh, do you see the attachments in the chat? 
I see them, but I just wrote you on there. They're not loading. Like, I don't know how this um how this works on here. I click on it, it shows it downloads, but then oh wait, I think I got it now. Okay, I see it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it wasn't loading for a second. So I do have some more responses for the question of the day. Uh, Miss Lana Paulfer said, if it was just once and dealt with, no. Now, if it continue to happen multiple times after saying no, then he needs to know everything. Respectfully. Let's see what else we got. Um. I'm checking to see if we got any more responses. Um, let's see, let's see, what's this? Uh, Belinda Joy said, I would have to, because I wouldn't want the brother to assume we had a brief intimate moment that is strictly between the two of us. I would tell my partner just as I would expect him to tell me if the tables were turned. Respectfully, uh, Truth Pop-Up said, hitting on, quote-unquote, my brother's wife will be low. Unthinkable, a betrayal. Facts. I'm with you on that because I would never do it. That's definitely super grimy. And, like, like that's so disrespectful when you think about it. Like, have you no coof? Have you no morals? You you gotta really just be like a low down dirty. Cause unless you just don't like your, your sibling. I guess if if you're like estranged or something, because I can't imagine. But yeah. Those are responses from these internets for the question of the day. Um, let's see. I guess we'll get into what blows mine. It's the part of the show we say we get under our skin, we're irks our nerves. What's that one thing people do that just have you like, bruh? Really? Um, let's see. What blows mine? What blows mine is um hmm rent rent prices <laughs> blows mine. That just came to my mind because I was looking up um apartments and I've seen like articles on the rent cost, um, particularly in New York, how as of right now, the average cost for a one-bedroom apartment is $4,100 in New York. And it's blowing mine. It's blowing mine. I, I don't live in um, a rent-controlled space, a rent-controlled building. So every year, my rent goes up. That blows mine. 
Um, we need we need a resolution for this. We need we need a, a bill to be passed for universal rent control apartments. Can we do that? Cause y'all blowing mine right now. I'm seeing that it's 3,000 plus even in Centralville VA. And that's not even the DC area. It's ridiculous. What's that That guy that went viral a few years ago for saying rent is too damn high. And that was then. So imagine what, what, it, what he would be saying now, today. It's, it's, it's crazy. And what, what makes it worse is when in these buildings, like y'all raising rent, but nothing's being done around to make it worth to make it worth it. Like come renovate or something like for this extra hundreds or whatever dollars you putting on every year. Come redo these floors or something. Come like install new lighting or something. Give us a, a hot tub or something. Like, I don't know. Cause it's like, it, it's making it where it's, it's not worth it now. You know, when you, when you first get into a place, you get into it for the, for the price and for whatever, maybe amenities, the area, whatever. And you set on this price and it's like, all right, this is worth it for this. And now three, four years down the line, you paying three, $400 more. And it's like, but you in the same situation, it's like, nah, it's not worth it no more. I remember personally, I was looking up when I was moving to California and I was looking up apartments and I turned down some apartments because they were like four or $500 more than what I actually settled on. And now that I'm damn near nearing what I turned down, it's like, I might as well Go see what's up over there in those buildings that had probably more going on. They probably had a gym. They probably had um, uh, lounge areas. Like, I don't know. They, you know, a lot of these buildings be having amenities that you would think that's the reason why the price is what it is. But yeah, it's blowing my out here in California, um, the governor just announced the minimum wage is going to be for fast food workers. They just passed the bill that the minimum wage is going to be like $20 an hour now for, for fast food workers. And I'm like, for the cost of living in California, the minimum wage should be that across the board for like everybody, I would think not just fast food workers. I know people who work in like retail stores or banks that's not even making $20 an hour. And it's like, what's up? So yeah, the math ain't mathing and it's blowing mine. We got to do something about this. I don't know who I need to call, who I need to write a letter to. We need rent control. And we need um, higher wages across the board for everybody. That blows my mind.
Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned that they they moved up the minimum wage. The first thing that came to my mind was with fast food restaurants. Now they're getting rid of the actual workers and putting machines <laughs> in there. So that's going to give them even more reason to do that. Anyway, right, right, <laughs> just saying, right. Like I, right, we'll give y'all twenty. Enjoy it for a year because these machines are coming <laughs> next year. But um. Yeah, I mean, it's a good gesture, but I just feel like it needs to be across the board for, for everybody because it's, it's kind of ridiculous when you think about a, the fast food, the McDonald's worker is getting 20, but the person who's working in the mall at the Gap or whatever is making, I don't know, 16, 17. It's like, but the cost of living is still the cost of living. So it's like, why just raise theirs? Like, raise everybody's. Make it a statewide minimum. But yeah, that concludes this week's Hollywood and Friends podcast. In the meantime, in between time, be sure to follow us on social media, facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. Instagram is at Hollywood and Friends and email us Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com. Follow me, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I Am Hollywood. And follow our producer, Stacey, at Hampton Blue Network across all platforms. BLU is how you spell blue. And also YouTube.com slash Hampton Blue. I think that's it. Appreciate you for listening, however you're listening. Until next time, we out.
Feeling like they turned that heat on. Running this no cleat on. About to put my street on. Ghost putting that beat on. It's turn up season. They ain't no compete on. No, you just ain't me, huh? No, you just ain't me, huh? Got the section lit, it look like what the fuck? What the fuck? And we all getting money, call that Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge, Scrooge. But this ain't no casino, so don't try your luck. Yeah, yeah. Cause it won't be a DM if we hit you up. Yeah. Shorty wanna move with the shakers. Yeah. Shorty wanna be with the breakers. Yeah. Shorty wanna move from the fakers. Yeah. Shorty with the team like the Lakers. I, I, hey, move with the shakers. Yeah. Said you wanna be with the breakers. Yeah. Said you wanna move from the fakers. Yeah. Said you with the team like the Lakers. Uh, uh. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.